Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, so SVB goes down. Mark is still trying to figure out what does it mean. Yeah, it's going to be interesting this morning. Yeah. Let me bottom line this. This is actually not that hard to understand. This is one of the things the American media likes to make it hard to understand so you won't figure out what is actually going on here. We better pray right now that the message, the lesson the world takes from watching this is not, hey, I better not have a lot of my company's assets, bank's assets, whatever, in U.S. Treasuries. We better pray that is not the lesson the world takes from this. That's a good point. Because if it is... (laughs) Oh, boy. Welcome to a $25 to $30, 12, you know, dozen of eggs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because if, if the world starts dropping treasuries, and look, this country, as usual, we, we are focused on like little glittery objects. Even our side in the covering this was not fair. They made bad investment decisions, so we shouldn't have to cover it. It's not fair. Well, okay, all right, all right, cool, whatever, not fair, fair. But what were the bad investment decisions that they made? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, like what was it? Risky decisions. Oh, okay, cool. Well, um, what risky things were they invested in? U.S. Treasuries. Uh-huh. Wait, what? Not some scam? Not some, you know, uh, dime mortgage-backed security? No, it's U.S. Treasuries. Too many risky decisions. They were invested in U.S. Mm-hmm. Treasuries. Yeah, too high rate. So I'm not bailing my... No, wait. No, st- stop, stop, stop. U.S. Treasuries are supposed to be like the safest investment yeah. on earth. That, that's where the market escapes to when things look really scary. Yeah, so when I keep hearing these talking heads, were they were too invested? They, where was their risk manager? And our side isn't even getting this. Well, she was woke. She is into ESG. She is into all these woke activities the bank were doing. And, and, and she should have been looking at risk because she wasn't paying attention. Okay, all right. So, but she wasn't paying attention to what? Well, they were invested too heavily in U.S. Treasury. Whoa. Yeah, you don't want that to be the takeaway on the international news this morning. Pray they talk about something else. Um... Let's 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 hope 
what is actually focused on um, is the fact that only 2.7% of deposits were covered by the FDIC insurance. Okay, that's not good, right? They shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. That's bad. Um, let, let, let's hope that's what's focused on. Let's hope what, that what's hope, focused on is that they were sitting there on this pile of cash, right? This huge pile of cash. Um, and they had gotten, like, I mean, believe it or not, lazy and slack and hadn't invested it venture capital-wise. Um, and, you know, they, 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 whatever the reason for that was, you can debate that if you want to. So what did they do? They did the lazy bank thing because they really were into all this woke stuff. That was their primary focus, it appears. Um, they said, yeah, we'll just chunk it in treasuries. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, but you should be able to do that. Well, that's, that is generally considered safe. But right. when the Fed keeps raising interest rates, what happens to the value of those things? Huge. And they got caught. They got caught. Because remember, these interest rate hikes were very, I mean, they started in 2021. They were very late. Yeah. Yeah. And so Jerome Powell's playing catch up. Chunk, 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 chunk. You know, 25 basis points here, 25 basis points there. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, let's let's look at what Silicon Valley Bank, the loss they suffered. For every 25 basis points, Jerome, Jerome Powell hiked interest rates so the Democrats could go on another printing binge. It cost the bank a billion dollars. Okay, how many? Well, how many base? How how many's been hiked by 450? 450, yeah. Right, 450. So that's a billion per 25, right? So mm -hmm. what's the bank doing? The bank is going well. You know, we'll just let's wait till Jerome Powell. Um, stops the hiking, and we'll, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll, we'll get our money back out of the bond market. Not a bad strategy, right? Because Jerome Powell himself's like, oh, you know, it'll be fine. We'll be able to stop this soon. Well, what happens? What's the trigger? What's the cascading event? Last week, Jerome Powell comes out and goes, you know, about that inflation. I might have lied to you, Ken. It's kind of bad. You know, he should really listen to the Tara show. Yes. Sure. He really should, because he could learn some things. Somebody send him the link to the podcast, okay? Maybe, yeah, yeah, because we were on this back in, you know, October, November, December, yeah. when everybody is saying on every station from Fox Business all the way to CBA, NBC, hey, no, inflation's great, it's coming down. I'm like, no, it's not. Nah, nope, not, it's not. Or Jerome Powell could try reading the reports from Joe Biden's own Labor Bureau as they're forecasting things like, what will food cost next year? Oh, we're going to better have the same inflation as, as 2022. Okay, so the Labor Bureau knew that, but somehow the Fed did it. Well, let me tell you what's going on here, okay? Jerome Powell, the head of the Federal Reserve, has been lying to you. He knows. He's not stupid. Although it would help if he did listen to the show. Um, he knows inflation's not going down. Why does he keep lying to you? To, to buy the Democrats and the some of the Republican leadership like Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott, who likes to vote for these things, Another run at the printing press. One more hit of the dopamine. One more time. Oh, inflation rates are coming down. What does Jerome Powell say when he's, what, what does he mean when he's lying to you about that? The head of our Federal Reserve. Oh, Congress can go hit that print press one more time. I will take care of it. Well, yesterday, this weekend, what we saw is what happens when the Federal Reserve chairman lies to the world and lies to the country telling them in inflation's going down when he knows damn well it's not. And we don't get another run at the printing press. We don't get it. We're done. Chunk that thing in a closet and lock the door. Get their greedy little hands off it. So last week, Federal Reserve Chairman comes out. It's like, oh, you know, remember that time I said that inflation was transitory and I lied? 
Yeah, I might have done it again when I said it was coming down. Now it's going up. So we're going to have to do more rate hikes, right? So what's happening? All these investors in Silicon Valley Bank, right? Their investment advisors are like, holy cow, you better get your money out of there. Because you know what? He's not going to stop hiking. He's not going to stop hiking. So they all started to run on the bank. Who caused this? Biden administration. Mm -hmm. They caused this. Yep. Our Federal Reserve chairman caused this. You could have seen this coming for a mile. But what were they doing last week? Well, the Biden administration last week, and this caused the panic too, um, among people who understand this, they took a look at Trump's budget, right? Federal budget went, what's that? What's that sucker? $3.4 trillion. Cool. Why don't we just double that? Yeah. Let's exactly. just go to $6.8 trillion. Okay. Yeah. Well, at $3.4 trillion, we only have $2 trillion of tax revenue coming to this country. we got to print the rest, right? At $6.8 trillion, what you're saying to the world is, well, we're going to have about $2 trillion worth of tax revenue, and we'll print the other 4 to $5 trillion. Wait, you're telling me the Biden administration's plan is to print double double the number of trillions we print a year? Yeah, it'll be cool. Well, but you can't do that, though. It, it shows they have no sense of the fiscal disaster they are courting. They're going to double it. And the world went, whoa, whoa. And Silicon Valley Bank's investors went, you know what, this is too much for us. We're getting the heck out of there. We all voted for Biden, but um, we don't want to go broke. So they pulled out. This is... A problem. This is a very large problem, right? So we have to hope, Lee, that what the world takes from this, that they kind of ignore the treasury part, just sort of ignore the treasury bond part, and just say, hey, bad investing decision, and everybody holds their treasuries. We better hope that. Yep. We No, you better get down on your knees and pray that. Or we're looking, we're, we're looking at another Great Depression right now. We are looking at a cascade of bank disaster. So I don't, I'm not even in the mood this morning to have the argument, well, they were woke, so don't bail them out. I, no, we are so far beyond that. We are so far beyond that. I, you know, one of the few people who actually understands this that I could find this weekend was James Comer, a Republican representative. He got it right. He gets what's going on here. Here he is. Well, look, this is something that I, I worry could be a trend. Usually when one bank goes down, more banks go down. And what we've seen early on from articles I've read in the Wall Street Journal and, and other financial publications is they invested a lot of cash, a lot of cash that I would assume they had from things like the PPP loan, government policy, and they invested it in bonds. And then because the Democrats spent too much money in all their stimulus, they, they, the bonds go down when interest rates go up, the Fed had to raise interest rates to combat the Democrat inflation. You know, this could be a trend. And there are right. consequences for bad Democrat policy. And I think we need to keep an eye on all the, the banking sector right now. Hold your breath and pray. Yeah. Because what, what we're not seeing right now, I mean, you, when you look at who holds treasuries, the world holds treasuries. India, Singapore. And they're all looking at this this morning the same way that these investors. And you know what? It doesn't help when the president goes on vacation in Delaware and just can't be bothered to comment on this. Because his administration is who the world is looking at this morning going, it's like, I'm sorry, I've got treasuries in my portfolio. What are, what are they worth this morning? Like, what are they? I don't know. Joe's on vacation. Not a good look for this country. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball season is heating up. Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so the question is, we got to send one of us out from the fort to explain to the world why they shouldn't freak out if they hold U.S. bonds right now. Why they shouldn't freak out. And unfortunately, the person we're going to be sending out from the fort is Joe Biden at 8 o'clock. He has uh, finally decided to come off his Delaware vacation, which he was taking all weekend, to uh, do something about this. I'll say something about this that's not good so joe biden's got to go out there and assure the world that uh, u.s treasuries are still thumbs up a-okay here's the question this morning here's the only question that matters and, and every time this is said on a u.s television station a business station i cringe this morning well they were making uh, uh svb bank they were making risky investments Okay, well, okay, let's see. Were they making speculative loans? Yes, some. But not enough by themselves to blow up the bank. What was the risky investment? U.S. Treasuries. <laughs> Do you realize what's coming out of the mouths of U.S. financial prognosticators? I don't think they understand what they're saying on these, on these channels. It's CNN business, even Fox business. Too risky of a portfolio. It was half bonds. Bonds are suddenly risky? Yeah, in a Biden era, they are, because we're like Zimbabwe. Folks, when you print a trillion dollars in four months, which had never been done in human history before, the Biden administration did that just to see what would happen. Your bonds are going to take a hit eventually. All the lies you tell are going to catch up with you. The lie that we can do this. We cannot. We cannot do it. So here's what happened, okay? So SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, it's 2021. Interest rates are still low. Bond prices are high. So it looks like a safe piggy bank, right? To go park 50% of their money there. And the great inflation scare of 2022 happens. The Fed starts hiking rate, rates like a drunken sailor. Bonds have their worst year in history. Worst year since the 1800s. 
We documented that here. Why? Because when because bond prices go down as interest rates go up. So SVP is 50% in bonds. Uh-oh. See, here's a question I have this morning. We're told these were risky investments. They were too heavily invested in bonds, which were supposed to be safe. How much was it? Was 50% SVP? It was 50% bonds. Cool. What's Bank of America? Anybody know? Anybody want to look at that this morning? Oh, they did much better. They're only 25% in bonds. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. So good, 25% in risky investments. Y'all, bonds weren't risky investments till last week. Look, I, I, I am not a financial prognosticator, okay? I'm not an investment guru. We do have one coming on at 8.33. Tony Dell joins us uh, with Common Sense Retirement Planning. So we're, I'm going to go with whatever he says because they have a great investment track record. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Will this be self-contained and okay? Or is it going to spread? I, I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you this morning. But what I can tell you is every time one of our talking heads on one of our business channels says, they were too heavily invested in risky investments. I just cringe because half of it was bond. U.S. Treasury is supposed to be the safest investment on earth. It's not. So this, this is not good. I mean, okay, let me explain. Let, let me do this real quick. Cheryl Cassoni has nailed this again. She's pretty brilliant on Fox Business. She gets a lot of this. This is the bottom line we have right now. Uh, the markets have still not figured out what all of this means. And I think there's going to be a lot more that's going to be revealed today. Goldman Sachs has come out with a report that said they believe that this is going to that it's going to cause the Fed to stop raising interest rates, at least temporarily, because this is part of an interest rate story. And I don't want to get too wonky into in the weeds of this whole thing. But what happened with Silicon Valley Bank, they had their 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 uh, clients are a lot of tech startups, right? A lot of VC firms out in, in California or whatever technology companies. Well, they're very interest rate sensitive. So they were already a little, you know. Okay, so what's the takeaway here? What's she saying? She's right. We're not going to be able to keep hiking these rates. We'll destroy the banking industry. You want to make Bank of America collapse? Cool, Jerem. Go ahead, rate, hike those rates some more. Go ahead, do that. Well, what happens if we can't hike rates anymore? We can't. He can't hike them anymore. I mean, if he tries, you're going to collapse the banking industry. So... And, and he's going to blow up everything. He's already destroyed the housing sector. That's That's gone. All of it so that the Democrats and Republican leadership can have another run at the printing press, right? So banking destroyed, housing sector already destroyed. Stock market will go with it if he keeps hiking interest rates. All right, well, what are other options? Well, we can lower interest rates or keep them the same and watch inflation destroy the dollar. And the economy, those are our options. Either way, we lose. We are truly trapped. Look, I've, I've been warning about this for years, and I did that. I, I Look, I know my management cringes every time I talk about money printing because I talk about it so much, but I felt like it was my duty to warn you. I don't know a lot of you have taken a lot of actions that you've texted me and emailed me over the years. Good for you. Good for you. There's no easy way out of this. One thing that has to happen, we have to stop printing money we have to stop we cannot send another hundred billion dollars to ukraine good god we need to take that money and backstop these banks 
There, I said it. Wait, no, I'm going to make everybody mad. But those people are woke. They don't deserve my money. What? No, this is not about them being woke. I don't like them either, actually. I don't like the people running this bank. But where the federal government is now is they're going to have to keep banks like Bank of America from collapsing at 25% investment in treasuries. They're going to have to backstop these banks. If they keep running the printing press, they have to. And eventually they're going to have to take printed money and backstop the banks. I don't see another way. I mean, if I, I, I just, I mean, I don't. But Terry, you just said they got to stop printing. Well, they're going to have to keep printing if they're going to backstop the banks. Do you see the problem? It's a problem. Or we could just use the strategy Washington is really using this morning. Pray. Pray something bigger comes on the screen. Something very big. Uh, some big story. And investors just, like, forget about this. And or can be convinced that the Silicon Valley Bank was just it was just a local thing as very Silicon Valley. And I, you know, I can just hold on to my treasuries and uh, it'll be good. It'll be cool. But I don't see how. I don't see how um, Jerome Powell could keep printing. I, I don't I don't see how he could keep printing and I don't see how he can stop printing because he's got to backstop the banks. One thing he cannot do. He can't hike. He can't hike interest rates. Unless the plan is just to destroy the banking industry. And, well, the housing sector's gone already. It's already destroyed. And the stock market with it. I don't know. But this is what happens, folks, when the Biden administration lies to you for two years. Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, the, the, the head of the Federal Reserve, lies and lies and lies and lies and lies to buy their buddies in Washington one more hit on the printing press. And, look, I'm not going to be like James Comer and just blame Democrats. It was Democrats plus Tim Scott. Democrats plus Lindsey Graham. Democrats plus Mitch McConnell. They rammed through the omnibus so we could print some more in December rather than let the conservative Republican Congress put the budget together. So we did this too. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, those leaders did this too. And you know who's right about this? You know who got this whole thing right? Ralph Norman. Our congressman, Ralph Norman. The only one with the gonads around here to stand up and say, no more. This is going to be a disaster. He was right. Everybody else was silent. Thank you, Ralph. Appreciate it. Good morning. On this Monday, you tired? I tell you what, daylight savings time wallops me. I don't know about you. Totally wallops me. Washington Post over the weekend. It might be going away. Daylight time savings time is racist. Affects people of color more. Okay, cool. Let's get rid of it. This is the best hope I've had for a long time. So, okay, it's racist. Fabulous. Let's get rid of it right now. Because I got to tell you, I am dragging this morning. Oh, you can't fall asleep on Sunday, especially if you're a shift worker, you're a police officer, you're somebody who is up at this ungodly hour. Text to race. You know what? All right. This is all connected. Thank you for texting me this. We could lower inflation by unleashing American energy production, but that'll never happen under Democrat. Okay, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. 
on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, which is 71307. Part of our inflation problem is energy-related because the Biden administration has artificially raised the price of energy. And they flat out told us, look, we expect the economy to shrink as we transition. Transition to what? We don't know. We don't have any of the replacement energy online. Nobody knows. American people are going to figure it out when the rolling blackouts start in earnest. But until then, no, they won't figure it out. So when you artificially jack the price of energy and Joe Biden puts a tax on natural gas that is going to equal about a 17% increase in the average family of four's electric bill, we don't know what it's going to be for manufacturing facilities. It's going to be worse. It's going to just depend on, I mean, they say average because it's, you know, it depends on what your share is locally of natural gas or whatever. That's a problem. That's, it's a huge problem. And so that jacks inflation up as well. Part of, part of the inflation, and, and look, that's not my opinion. Jen Psaki said it. Look, like a large part of this inflation, she said, is uh, I think she was like two, said it was about two-thirds when she was spokes hat for Joe Biden. It's energy. I don't think it's that high. I think a lot of that's money printing, but it is a, it is a significant portion of it. And, and, and look, what Biden's going to come out and do today, he's going to announce that he's going forward with the willing, Willow dri- uh, the drilling project in Alaska. That's a hose job. Um, because ConocoPhillips has had those leases since 1999. They've had them for a very long time in that area. They have precedent there. And, and, and the Biden administration is going to lose in court. So they're going to let that go forward because they would have lost anyway. And Joe will say, see, look, look at me. I'm going to love drilling. Look at me. It'll help his uh, re-election bid that he, he thinks he's going to die. I don't know. Maybe they'll let him run. I'm not sure. But he's killing us with these drilling permits. He's absolutely ki- elsewhere. He's killing us. He is making sure our energy remains locked up. And so, look, the only way we have around this right now to not swirl around the toilet bowl is to unleash our energy. Just to unleash it. Get rid of the part of the inflation caused by the fake energy prices caused by Joe Biden jacking inter- energy prices in the way that I have explained for so long. Let's, let's do that. Let's do it. Let's take the sanctions off Russia. Let's, let's stop that. The only people who are getting yanked by that is Americans, middle-class Americans, poor Americans. Russia's raking in money hand over fist, which is what I think... Uh, Russia paid, you know, Hunter Biden $200 million for. We still haven't found all that, by the way. So the longer Biden leaves these sanctions on Russia, the richer Russia gets, the poorer you get. What would happen if we took the sanctions off Russia? But, but, but we hate Russia, they're mean. I know, it would hurt him if we took the sanctions off of him. Well, prices drop like a rock. Price comes down at the pump. We can uh, knock some points off inflation here in this country. And guess what, what happens to Russia? Money to the Treasury goes down, not up. That's good. We want that. We want that. So what the Biden administration is doing with these Russian sanctions, they are hurting us badly in helping Russia. Why would they do that? Because they want to hurt the American consumer. They want to hurt us. They want to take us off energy. They want to make energy artificially expensive. And look, if the Russians get rich along the way, oh, well. This is a war against the American people. First, 
Russia's second. Text to Ray here. I'm with you on Daylight Savings Time. Can we just split the difference by 30 minutes and leave it the heck alone? Text to Ray uh, Duke Power is raising industrial rates by 24% next year. Is that true? That's almost too good to check. Is that true? I got to check that. Texture rates couple their monetary policy with their energy policy, with their foreign policy, with the border policy, with their burn the constitution policy. We're so dead man walking. We are right now. The Look, the American people are going to have to decide if they want to live in poverty. If they want to live in poverty, they're going to have to decide. They're going to have to decide if they want a First Amendment after last week. Last week, boy, I got to tell you, those hearings, you know what we learned last week? When you have two liberal journalists, Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, avowed Democrats, I mean, Schellenberger ran for governor of California as a Democrat, okay? This guy is a liberal. He's not one of us. And they're torn apart by the Democrats on the committee for daring to criticize censorship, daring to criticize the idea that the FBI should decide what you get to say and what you get to do. Do you know what just happened there? We just saw the Democrat Party come out of the closet. They are, as a party, truly fascist. And their position is there should not be free speech. And people who practice free speech are the enemy. They are, to quote the Democrat congresswoman who explained it, dangerous. They are dangerous. We've got this fascist mindset deeply embedded in the Democrat Party. Free speech is gone as far as they're concerned. I mean, that's mainstream now in the Democrat Party to believe the government should regulate speech and they believe the government should regulate speech and, and destroy you if you question the narrative, cancel you right off the internet, and if your business is dependent on that or your job, oh, well. You should have your livelihood taken away if you question the narrative, even when the narrative is a lie. And if you want to question the narrative, even if you are a Democrat in good standing, as Taibbi and Schellenberger, the two reporters they grilled, are, you are a Putin lover and literally a threat to your country. That was said. Threat to your country. That's where the Democrats are right now. And you know what they think? They think they can contain the damage. The damage to the economy, the disaster that their policy, their, their policy is. By simply just banning discussion of it. I mean, that is where they are. Uh, and uh, look, I'll let this Demo- Democrat congresswoman explain. This was a big story of last week, but wow, it was nuts. Here we go. Mr. Chairman, I'm not exaggerating when, when I say that you have called before you two witnesses who pose a direct threat to people who oppose them. They are Democrat journalists who merely wrote the truth about the FBI censoring speech, that is a direct threat now. That's where these people are. Folks, we got a stark choice about how we're going to live. It's really stark. What will the American people choose? I don't know what this means. Love to, to know what you think it means. 71307 is the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. 
Our collective IQ has dropped for the first time in nearly a century. Is this why no one can drive anymore? I mean, it does seem, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's selective bias on my part. It does seem like people are dumber than they used to be. Maybe it's because we are getting dumber. I don't know. A new study found America's collective IQ may, be, may have dropped for the first time in almost a century. And look, um, studies have shown that IQs tend to go up from generation to generation. It's called the Flynn effect. It's actually got a name for it. In the last 90 years, they've increased an average of about three points of a decade. New study at Northwestern uh, and the University of Oregon found the trend may have stalled since 2006 or even reversed. Is, it, do you, is this true? Are you seeing evidence of this? Or no, you don't believe this study. The biggest change they say they saw was in kids. They found a slight dip in IQs across all age groups, even adults. That includes being worse at problem solving, math skills, and verbal reasoning. Those things aren't taught in school, I'm here to tell you. They're not. Some of that you pick, some of that's inherent, some of that you pick up in school. There is absolutely no reasoning being taught in school whatsoever. It is rote memorization of propaganda. Well, they didn't look at what's causing it. Uh, suggested it might have to do with our education system. That said, it's not, ha- it's not just happening here. Separate studies have found IQs dropping globally. Other theories include more pollution, changes in our diet, a new obsession with phones, and social media, nobody knows. But that's where we are. You buying it or no? Love to know what you think. Uh, text writes, hey, Tara, these people are so dumb these days because of these so-called smartphones that they rely on for everything instead of using their brain. There is some of that. I mean, you used to have to use reasoning to get around town. Yes, you used to have to notice directions you challenged. I mean, you, you, you know, the directions, changes in direction. I mean, just try to get back where you are. You don't have to even think now. Texture writes, uh, I would love to uh, be the first to welcome those two Democrat journalists to the conservative side where we use common sense and logic. Text rates here, we are hurting ourselves. We shouldn't worry about Russia and wish the best to them. Take care of America and America alone uh, for at least decades. Look, we don't have the printing capacity to print billions more and send it to Ukraine. At this point, we're going to need those billions to backstop our banks. If we don't want them to collapse. We need to have that available. Look, look, let's just hope this is confined to SVB. And the world doesn't notice it or take it really seriously. Let's pray that some bank in Indonesia doesn't go, you know what, I think I'm going to dump my treasuries. And then some bank in China says, you know, I'm going to dump my treasuries. And... Then some bank in India is like, wow, the guys in Singapore are dumping their treasuries. We better dump dump our treasury. It could go fast. Or it could not go at all. I don't know. We're not in a good position. (sighs) Sigh. Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.